So in this talk, I'm going to talk about invisible fences. I know a little bit about invisible fences because back in the 80s, I was a distributor for them. I'm not a fan of them. I gave them up and I would never sell them again. The reason I wouldn't sell them again is because you may train the dog to stay within your yard, if this is your yard, but you're not gonna stop other dogs from coming into your yard. And if you have a territorial dog and another dog runs into your yard, you got a dog fight that's gonna happen. It's just not worth it. You know, if, if you can't afford to put a fence around your backyard, then use a leash and take your dog for walks. But don't put them in an invisible fence. Here's what could happen to you. We have a five-year-old neutered male English Springer Spaniel who over the years has become more and more dog aggressive. We keep him away from other dogs whenever possible and we always keep him leashed when he's on a walk. We also have an invisible fence system that we're still training the dog on. We do not leave our dog unattended in our yard, even though he is very respectful of the invisible fence. We want to be able to keep an eye on him because we are aware of his dog aggression. Last night, we were in the yard with the dog when a neighbor, several houses down, let her small white Yorkie loose. The Yorkie immediately ran full speed into our yard, barking and growling at our dog. Our dog did not go out of his boundaries, but ran to the Yorkie once it was on the property, and a big dog fight ensued. Our Spaniel is obviously stronger than a Yorkie. Luckily, my husband was able to quickly break up the dog fight, but the Yorkie still had to go to the vet. The Yorkie's owners were hysterical. Yeah, think. I know that the dog aggression is considered an owner problem, but can we be held to blame for the dog entering our property uninvited while our dog was properly contained? Truth is, probably not. Fact is, these people that live a couple houses down open up the door and let their dog out? What do you say about that? The people that buy this course, they're trying to control their dogs. They realize that somebody that opens up their door and lets the dog out, I won't say they're stupid. Yeah, I will. I'm sorry, they are. I just, sometimes some of these questions come in and you just can't control yourself. You have to, sometimes you have to set them down and walk away because people do such foolish, foolish things that have bad consequences to nice dogs. And that's probably what happened to this Yorkie. But the fact is, uh, these people did some right things. In fact, they were outside with the dog and it was an invisible fence. But next time, it could be a Rottweiler. Next time, it could be an adult German Shepherd, an adult male Malinois. And then you're gonna have a Donnybrook on your hands. And then you're gonna have to break up a dog fight that could be dangerous to break up. And I will say this, and I've said it in other segments in this course, go to my website and go to 
Learberg.com forward slash dogbites.htm and look at the photos that people sent me. The reason they sent me these pictures, most of them, were caused by them getting bit by their own dog trying to break up a dog fight. They sent them because they wanted to help other people realize how dangerous it is to try and break up a dog fight. And we have a segment in this course on how to do it safely, but that may not be the right word because there's never a totally safe way to break up a dog fight. It's always dangerous and it always goes under the category of don't pick a fight you might lose. And jumping in the middle of two large adult dogs, not this case, but jumping in the middle of two large adult dogs and trying to break it up when you're alone is dangerous. So anyway, don't buy an invisible fence. Just don't do it. If you can't put a fence around your yard, take your dog for walks. It's good for both of you. Go out and get some exercise.